and let's go. Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that said, yeah, I know we told you you could not listen next week, but we we, we found that we couldn't find anyone to listen in your place. So we're really going to need you to come back and actually just listen again next week. Okay, it's that it's that kind of podcast. Uh, it's me, your host, Matt Doima with Nathan Smezrud. Coming in with note, you're, you are looking so less uh, old man today. Why, thank you. And I'm still wearing a yet still wearing a robe. It's yes. me, the Sicilian unicorn himself, Joe Cogazello. Youthful glow. Yes. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows why I am youthful currently. It's the and robe. big smile. It's the robe. It's the robe. It. I'm no feeling the reason. Love and life. Nothing else going on there. Next level. Not at all. Iron sharpens iron. <laughs> <laughs> the Sicilian unicorn sounds like something that's in like the uh, it definitely sounds like something in the poly community. The polyamorous folk are like oh, the Sicilian unicorn. That's when uh, that's when everyone dates a village in uh, Sicily. That's what happens. I feel like a, I'm sorry. I, no, I know you can talk. Go ahead. You can sure. talk. The whole I time. feel like a Sicilian unicorn would be better in porn because they could get into one more hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's they could do double penetration on their yeah. own. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that person talking about double penetration. <laughs> Unicorn porn. Unicorn <laughs> porn. Herself. I mean, I think that's a new genre that we got. Yeah. Uh, we found one. That's finally. Just fucking Patents. with the horn. <laughs> yes. Pending. We own that. Okay. Yeah. Is this Pending. just porn stars wearing strap-ons on their forehead? Sure. Sure. That Is works. It? But they have to be Italian. It, and it has to be like um, horn shaped. It can't just be like dick shaped. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you get a you gotta be fucked with the horn. Yes. And the creator of unicorn <laughs> porn is the very funny comedian Maggie Ferris. Everybody, welcome Maggie to the podcast. Hi right, guys, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Uh, finally, so, we can get rid of step family porn and move yeah, on to something cool. Unicorn. Let's yeah. get it's a much that. healthier genre. Agreed. Right. Yes. Like, therapist everywhere like, cheering for us. Yeah, right now. I know. Like, I feel well. Or it was brought to you by therapists. It was like a big trick <laughs> to like, ah, uh, like I don't know why I have feelings for my step. Something drumming up business. Yeah, just drumming. Did you just say that go... was brought to you by Big Shrink. Like they're like it's like, <laughs> the therapy, like it's all about the it's all about the Can therapy up industrial up once complex. A week? The therapist industrial complex out yeah, there. The just therapist new industrial people. Com- big therapy. Big therapy. When we're not here to talk about it, I mean, all of all you can of analyze us- it all you want, but it's still just unicorn fucking. Yeah, I love it. Some furries. I'm in. And, and, and I will admit, probably the four of us all need therapy, but that that's not the point of this podcast. No, no, this is the awful service podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about customer service jobs and the stories there within. Uh, the very first po- segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right you often fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. 
again, Maggie, the resume section is where you get to shine your light, talk about the different uh, stories and the jobs there. And you don't have to do all of them. You don't have to go chronological. In fact, we sometimes suggest going reverse chronological, although that is its own genre of pornography. Yep. Stretch um, out, Maggie. You had to stretch, though. Stretch uh, first. And wherever you want to start. I feel like I should start in the beginning because it gives you a better idea. Like my parents said, go out and get a job when you're 15. And it was just the summer, but I worked at McDonald's, my Mm -hmm. first job, 15 years old, for $2.35 an hour. Wow. That's not a lot by today's standards. (laughs) No, I'm 50, so it's quite a joke. joke. Now, do you remember how much the hamburger was? Oh, God, I think it was like 45 cents or something it was cheap maybe it was a dollar i don't i don't really remember how much you'd have to look that up i'm gonna have to all right, so cheap. what year 1988 87 89 Ooh. somewhere in there there's all sorts of aggregates online like this yeah. how much a Oh, yeah, the gas cost then. This is how much this costs. I if McDonald's hamburgers aren't on those lists, I what what are we what yeah, are we what, even doing with the internet? What's the point of it? What's the point of science? <laughs> what's the point of science? I was gonna say like what's the point of economics, but uh, so, yes, yeah, science. We do this for science, Joe. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> science. Uh, <laughs> I shall make a list. I shall Buzzfeed for science. <laughs> So what were you were you just working the register? Yeah, I was working the register and I they made you do like the worst jobs when you're the young one. Like you had to clean out the toilets and haul the garbage and it was all disgusting and you know, scrub down the walls and do all that kinds of crap. And then I remember having a chicken sandwich and just barfing afterwards. <laughs> never have ever had a chicken sandwich from McDonald's ever again. So not since nineteen eighty seven. It's true. It's true. I'm too scared. I really think it would trigger me and make me barf again. (laughs) I did, however, eat a lot of French fries. So where do you stand on the McRib? I'm okay with McRib. Okay. You know, it only comes around every so often. So you're not bombarded with McRib. It's like a special occasion. It's a treat. Yeah, it's a treat. And there's no, I mean, there's no bones in it. It's weird. You know, you can just eat it. It's a mold. (laughs) <laughs> it, it's it gotta in. be some sort like how a nugget is made but some different like like a <laughs> yeah like a like a press of of rib something like that <laughs> it's the pork equivalent of pink slime <laughs> sure it's gross but it's yummy at the it same is. time we're, I mean, we're, per, we're pro mcrib on this podcast yeah. yes yeah although you, you, know, guys- you know my favorite thing to do is to tell people that the mcrib is in certain markets when it's not so I'm like, oh yeah, it's a uh, so Arkansas you can get has to drive 50 miles somewhere. That's so, uh, as the uh, the research and development department for this podcast, yeah. I, I found yeah. out uh, that in 1987, your burger uh, was the McDonald's hamburger, 64 cents. Wow! Wow! Slap a piece of cheese on it, goes right up to 75. I bet. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. Well, you yeah. can afford cheese. What do your parents do? <laughs> well i get nine percent off because i work here um yeah, i'm paying hamburger rates for cheeseburgers you guys have you guys had the grown-up happy meal at all no no i don't want to get one of those they have an adult happy meal mm, i've seen i that. mean i don't think it has like unicorn toys in it or anything like that like adult toys i mean it does got- have a yeah, grimace just- 
Well, and yeah, the, it the comes internet. with the, the rabbit vibrator. Yeah, I would, <laughs> would think that's the adult toys they put in there. But I, I just want to see a giant Happy Meal box with with more big food and grown up crap in it. I don't know yeah. anyone who's ever had one. There's yet, like a there's like a Sudoku on. puzzle on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Grimace's Sudoku puzzle. Like it's help the French fries get to the fucking uh, the unemployment office. Like it's. <laughs> You know, you know how everything like has like QR codes and scan it on the adult Happy Meal. No, you still have to like fill out a letter and send it in if you want to get your coupon in the mail. Yeah. There you to go, McDonald's, Kansas what? PO Box two two seven, Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> Over a certain age, what's that's bizarre? All the is... we can handle. I think the age check is that if you actually got a stamp and put something in the mail, they would know you were of age to yeah. receive these deals. Right. Is the adult Happy Meal a thing? Is that yes. an off-menu yes. McDonald's? No, thing? it's a real thing. They're marketing it. Yeah, it's and a what thing. It, come? it comes never... with like fucking. It comes with a book. It's like seven fucking Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I've, I I've seen know the toys. They do have a research toy and in development. It. Could you on get it, on it? On it. <laughs> the toys are old. The old like McDonald's gang. So it's like a grimace toy. There's a birdie. Uh, and then there's like this weird, like smiley, happy face thing, which I just looks like it's out of a uh, like an A24 horror movie. Uh, and what's even scarier about all of them is they all have four eyes. What? Yeah, it's a multi eyes. We call those glasses. No, 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 no. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> so eyeballs, but. That, that More eyeballs, but are they are they like this one two yeah. three four or are they one yeah. two three no, four? No, they're one two three four. It's just like a quad okay. eye. All right. Yeah, you could get the grownups love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's for when you take your your Holy LSD shit. tablet yeah. that's in it. Oh sure. <laughs> Though the familiar figures bear two sets of eyes in keeping There's with some... cactus plants, quirky aesthetics. Uh, what is cactus plant? Uh, that's the brand is that the that's develop- helping design company that made the toys. There's a cactus. It's a cactus. I have body, a feeling we're like preemptively doing a G. Why did it fail segment? <laughs> I hope so. I hope this isn't a new thing. Actually, because like sad adults they... have been really being pussies lately about oh, being they're... adults. They can't keep them in stock. Uh, of course That's, they can't. Is that what it is? Is that what the problem is? Yeah, well, because they were not... they, people were like so excited because it's 2022 and we have nothing to look forward to. So it's like, oh, fucking McDonald's on the adult happy meal. Now, is isn't it price? internet? Isn't it internet trolling? Because all I ever saw were like memes about it, and like Grimace was a butt plug. I mean, it kind of, Grimace it, is a perfect shape for a butt. Plug. <laughs> yes, he is. He just is. Well, and, and he also has the perfect name for a butt plug as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, very nice. And oh. honestly, if it's been rolling around in that box, it's already greased up. It's already greased up. Yeah, what do you need to move go for? out of the box? So good, so good. That's just a bit right there. That's so Unless it's you're, got you're... too much fry salt on it. <laughs> That's how it's sanitized for his pleasure. Yeah, I was just joking about how, like, I like as my as I get older, my I'm I'm just gonna get wrinkly, so it's just gonna be like, yeah wrinkly for her pleasure 
Like, it's, <laughs> your penis get wrinkly? Get my wrinkly old dick going? Yeah, like, I'm hoping. I'm hoping I, I mean, get That's the one place that's, I'm okay with, like, fucking crow's feet and some wrinkles. That, that's the worst Happy Meal toy, Distinguished just, penis. Just one crow's foot next to the eye of my, my dick. My dick has been smiling too much. It's, all, it's, just, it's got it's laugh lines. You gotta put Botox in your dick. <laughs> Honestly, though, back Make to the adult. Young. Back to the adult Happy Meals, though. Like that brings a whole new definition to the ball pit. Um, <laughs> oh, no! But back, back to when you were working at the Mickey D's. Yeah. And it's not, you you weren't loving the uh, chicken sandwich. We get it. Um, yeah. So you're, you're doing the front facing. You're a 15 year old. You're 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 fresh. You're not jaded to the world yet. No. You had to have had because like I, I, it, it's a generational thing. Everyone gets berated who works front of house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People were mad. You know, you have to get their food fast. And of course, I tried and felt bad, but you just you can't be fast enough. And then, you know, I'm so dumb and like uh, I I would get run over all the time. The managers would like scream at you and yell at you for not going fast enough. And I'd be like, I'm sorry. OK, all right. Whereas today I'd be like, go fuck yourself. And walk out, you know? <laughs> but it's a stupid kid that I, OK, I keep trying. I'm so sorry. Was this the end of paper hats? Yeah, was we didn't it, have this. The, we had the what, visor. We had the, the goofy visor. That was the beginning yeah. of the visor. Could be right there. And okay. then, yeah, visor. It was hot. The polyester pants, they looked so good on Ooh. my thumbs, just squeezing her in there. Yeah, it was a great look. <laughs> great look. Wow. Major. And we had striped shirts, like button, oh, button up the striped pinstripe. Shirt. The pinstripe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a, that that was was a distinct look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would love if they brought. I would go eat at a fucking Burger King, a fast food joint, a Burger King, McDonald's, if they nostalgied it up and like just fucking put Formica everything, the Formica tables, the off cream colored shit. It was like cream brown. Yes, ashtrays. Oh, my God. (laughs) I actually I was talking to my friend about this. I would pay a thousand dollars. For a fucking airline flight, you would that was not smoking. pay a thousand dollars. I would to go to Vegas. Oh yeah, just to, for uh, just fly around up there and let me smoke. Like I don't like just, <laughs> just circle and land. Yeah, it's a fucking flight to nowhere. <laughs> we at Chimney Airlines. You <laughs> <laughs> do it on new, one of the new electric flights because they only go one hundred thirty mile radius. So you could just go up and then you land because otherwise. You crash. It's like the it's like the the cigar lady at the fucking casinos. Like the stewardess walks around with like, "Are you got menthols? Do we need anything? Matches?" That She's lighting people's cigarettes with the fancy for a fancy cocktail lighter. Like Betty Boop from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. There you go, dude. I was talking about Hooters Air and why did it fail? Did we talk? Have we had this conversation? That no. a real thing? Hooters was an airline from like. 19 save, save it joe save it we're gonna okay, do it right, right, right. don't give it away we need segments damn it don't you start on me joe <laughs> don't you start we don't quit giving away the gabagool okay that's the meat of this maggie you're working what? in the front of the house do you remember any like specific complaints or is there something that was just over the top when you were working there no, I just remember people being irate and screaming at me and um, being really mad. But I do, I did a lot of, you know, like service industry jobs, a lot of waiting tables and stuff like mm-hmm. that as I was coming up. And I do remember the first time that they were training me on 
the big tray, you know, the big tray oh, that you yep. carry all the food. The big in the oval. And I had no idea about balance and things and science and math. And um, so I took, <laughs> this is the first time I was carrying the big tray. And it was, of course, this group of like corporate workers out to dinner and they were all in suits. And I, I brought the big tray around. And I took one drink off this side and did not oh. move or counterbalance. And I spilled every fucking drink down a man's back who was wearing a suit. And of course, I had a side of ketchup and mustard. And so <laughs> it, the entire thing went down his back and he was soaked head to toe. And I almost cried. I mean, I was just like begging for forgiveness. I'm so sorry. But nobody told me how to do the tray. They were just like, take the tray, you know? Like, why wouldn't you say if you take a drink off of this side, it's going to go like that? I mean, I should know that, right? But I did not know that. And the guy was such a good sport about it. He's like, don't worry about it. Things happen, blah, blah, blah. But the manager ended up comping their whole meal. And it was like $450 or something like that. The first time I carried a tray. <laughs> oh, man. And that man that was Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he still hasn't lived it down in the office. Nope. <laughs> they still they like, mustard okay. neck. Any yeah, anytime the waitress comes out with a tray when they're go when they're out to eat, like, huh? they're like, "Hey, Gary, oh, look out, comes, Gary! You want to triggered? He never yeah. does things at a restaurant again." <laughs> I've had that happen as a as a waiter and bartender myself. Like, but it, it wasn't like because of my counterbalance. It was the uh, the grabby the grabby gusses the oh, ones like they can't for wait sure. for you to put it down so they'll just sure. I'm gonna take mine and then just and it falls yep. on them and I'm like well that's on you for I, sure. I, I'm a professional coming in with with this and then you took something off of it without me telling you to because you couldn't wait two point five seconds to get your gin and tonic Bev uh, little babies people right? little babies baby uh, needs his baba yeah oh, so even worse I am uh. This is years ago. I, I I have you know massive claws, right? So I can carry six drinks without having to use a tray. Um, soda cups, but yeah, it's it's physics. It's also just again, I have it, I, I have a hard you time buying gloves. I do. They're mitts. I should I should have been a strangler. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I should have been. Uh, I, I he could have been, been a. Been a he could have been a contender. He could have been somebody. He could have been a strangler. These goddamn CSI types put a quick end to that. Yes. <laughs> I could be a strangler. Fucking... I just need someone with a teeny neck. I just a teeny <laughs> neck. Make those hands look big, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little necks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Look, I love, I love strangling Ecuadorian girls <laughs> with them tiny necks. <laughs> You All didn't Ecuadorian know. girls have small necks. Known fact. Known fact. Everyone knows that. Duh. So I'm bringing six drinks to a table, and I'm trying to. I'm setting it down, and as I'm setting down six beverages, the guy grabs one out of my hand, and I proceed to dump six glasses of Mountain Dew on this, on Ooh. this this jackamole. It's just been a six Mountain Dews on a guy. Yes, was six. this guy Ecuadorian? Yeah. Uh, How thick was his neck? Actually, yeah. close. <laughs> Peru- he was Peruvian. Okay. Uh, yeah, those thick back. neck Peruvians. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so you're waiting tables. You're spilling drinks on businessmen. Uh, like where you were, like you were. So it sounds like you're working high end, especially if it's like a four hundred some dollar tab. You know, it was a decent, nice restaurant that I first started working at. Um, it was. Do you guys remember Joe's Garage? 
Yeah. Why do I remember? Oh, yeah. It was on like Loring Park. Yes. They had a really nice rooftop patio. Yes. Yeah. And I worked there. And then I also walked out of there because everybody. Okay. So I had this idea. I was like, we should all go to Valley Fair one day because we were all friends, you know, the wait staff and everything. And they were like, yeah, yeah, let's go to Valley Fair. Well, then they they planned it on a day that I was working. What? And it was your idea. Came up with the idea, Uh, and so I I walked out of the job so that I could go to Valley Fair. (laughs) (laughs) You showed up at Valley Fair. They're like, "Oh my god, it's I can't wait." Hold on, are you supposed to work today? And you're like, "Somebody else needs to go back and take care of business because I'm here." Yeah, (laughs) I forgot to lock up. Yeah, and then I worked at uh, Lee's Liquor Lounge two nights a week, and I did that for a few years. But there was one. I think it was like a Wednesday night. And I had to come in at like 2 p.m. or something like that. And there was this table of regulars that were such assholes. All they did was buy buckets and buckets of pull tabs and literally look at me and just throw them. And then they demanded their drinks like just mean. And they never they would tip like two pennies. They would literally leave like two pennies on the table. Yep. And they were such assholes. And I had to help them every fucking week and I just wanted to punch them and I don't know how I mean I never reconciled that I never did punch them strangle them nothing but they just treated you like shit and you had to fucking take it you know I just mm-hmm. well let's hope they're all dead now yeah yes. <laughs> fucking big see that's when you should have pulled the that's when you should have pulled the trade move you should uh, uh, oh, oh and that just yeah that would have been great <laughs> They're fucking oh, rock hard like livers. They might have murdered me because they were like that tough. You know, they were just rough, rough, rough crowd. They came in before like the cool rockabillies who were doing swing dancing and crap. They were just rough. They were after work and rough. They scared me a little. They were rowdy. That's yeah. That's, yeah it's they tipped like Lizzo. Lizzo doesn't tip. Have you heard about this, guys? No. no. Lizzo's a shitty no. tipper, is what I heard. No, word on the street. No, no, no. Then she came through Minneapolis. Was like tipping like six percent. No, that's the word. I don't believe it. I dude, I want to not believe it. I love Lizzo. I believe it was her staff or somebody who took care of the bill. Oh yeah, she doesn't handle the money and paying. Yeah, it's not like it's not like Lizzo sitting there like I broke out my uh my yeah my she's she's not just dropping her personal credit card in at a restaurant there's no way there's you find me proof on that all right okay all right i'm dropping some big this is so nice that when she said a word that was borderline inappropriate she apologized and had a discussion about it and changed it in her song i mean she's just it's just what i heard i i I didn't want to believe it too i just you know we were talking about tipping and uh, i thought i'd throw it in there like uh i just thought i'd throw it in there Throw it in there. Throw it in there. You thought you'd giddy it up? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a new segment. It's a throw new it segment. Yeah, it's a new segment I'm working on. It's called uh, Joe Cocosello's Just uh, Throw It In There. You've <laughs> 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 only been doing that. The new segment, you've been doing that for a hundred some episodes. Well, but yeah, now, now it has a name. Now it has a name, and I'm going to work on a theme. <laughs> it's going to be a musical interlude. That's that's actually going to be your spinoff podcast called Just, <laughs> just Gonna Throw It In. It's just going to be... It'll just be 90 minutes. In. That's of the joke. spinoff podcast is where we compile all the, 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 the <laughs> non sequitur yeah. out of context. You, you, and then you discuss them deeper <laughs> on the follow in depth. Uh, yeah. That's our Patreon episode. There we go. Like, okay, down over there. The five things Joe talked about. I was 
that Matt poo pooed instantly (laughs) (laughs) on today's podcast. Can I tell you really quick my most funnest service industry job? Yes, that's the whole point of this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, I thought you wanted like disaster stories. Oh, no, they don't always have to be disaster. Sometimes they can be fun or interesting stories in general. Stories that have made me cry. So I worked in uh, New York at a comedy club as the cocktail waitress. And of course, it's a two drink minimum and each drink is like $100 a piece. And so people yeah. get lit and I rate and the drinks are terrible. They're not even they're rice based alcohol, right? Yeah. And so people would yell at you and stuff like that. But the fun part was there was like these ginormous bouncers, like just huge security guys. And so you could just scream at people and be like, pay your fucking bill, you fucking dick, you know, and just scream <laughs> and they would back you up because they just wanted the money, you know, and that was really fun for me because people could be assholes, but you were, you were allowed to cleanly be an asshole back. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Where, just are they hiring? I don't know. Go check them out. <laughs> no, I want that Broadway job. Comedy Club. It was so fun. You worked so in Broadway? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Upstairs in the cafe. Oh, why is that funny, Jim? I I would have I would have loved to watch you just yell at customers that were douches. <laughs> so fun. It's I would have made it. Minimum, you knew that coming in, and you at least have to buy an eight dollar bottle of water. Put your money down, and then get the fuck out of here. I, you know, I would have never gone to the show because the real show is in the cafe. I know. <laughs> Maggie roasts and cheap hard. bastards. Two cents. And then you just yeah, have, you're, you know, taking two, out, you're taking two out giant guys standing behind you going, uh-huh, pay your bill. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. You're taking out those those rough guys at the fucking old job. You're just taking out all those feelings See, on these people. I wish they would have come to the Broadway Comedy Club. I would have kicked their ass <laughs> verbally, verbally. You know, okay, since <laughs> they're not going to come to Broadway, we should get you some a couple of bouncers. I would love to work wherever I could bring a couple of bouncers. Right? It's like, let's just get you a couple of bouncers to walk around with you just constantly. So we could just, uh, like, on a, yes, you could just go off the chain. I would be so mean to people. (laughs) (laughs) You're two bouncers away from being extremely mean to people, just wrecking people's lives. Two bouncers. The only reason I'm nice (laughs) is because I don't want to get hit. (laughs) Two bouncers. That's your rider. I have, yeah. I have a two bouncer minimum. Yep, I'm gonna need two, and they have to be at least, you know, Huge. six five, two fifty. Yep, at least. We if they're start, former right, NFL go... players, even yeah, better. No, yep. it's, no, we don't even go there. We go, we we get younger. We go college football. Those kids, ninety-two percent of those yeah, kids are never gonna make the just as big squad. and work for cheaper. Yes, yeah, exactly. Steroids are acceptable. Oh, yeah, it up. They're twenty-two. They're gonna fucking. They've got fifteen good bouncing years in them. Oh. God. Okay. <laughs> that's my goal now just to be rich enough to hire two bouncers everywhere i go i anytime i see anyone that's over six four two fifty and like i then has like a, a good stoic face like a good standing bitch face like it's i'm gonna be like hey hey hey, what do you do for work what do you 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 work for like the ups get the fuck out of here all right hey, hey. I, I might have a unique opportunity for yeah, you. It's, Do you I want to protect someone who's entry level? Kids. It's entry level bouncing. Get over here. I need to talk to you about something. <laughs> that is the best. Hey, hey, hold on. Good. Cross your arms and make a mean face. Let me see. Let me yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, I can see this. That brings up a good point. That brings up a good point. He's got talent. Do they have bouncers or security at places like Dick's Last Resort? They would have to. Yeah. They would have to. 
because you know like those 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 places where like even though it says right as you're coming in you're going to be abused being here but like if you ever fall down a rabbit hole of like reviews like i don't understand why they were so mean and they towels <laughs> at me like i oh that's a fun that's a fun one to, well you should just do that as a bonus episode just fall down reviews of dick's last resort uh but like those or ed ed de just people in, uh, not Illinois. getting a bit they yeah. have to have backup plans and be ready for anything. They just have to. I mean, if they don't, I will be surprised. But you would think that they'd be prepared for shit like that. <laughs> they I'm, just have. Yeah. They have Tony. He also makes fries. Right. Yeah. yeah. He just comes out of the kitchen. <laughs> he Here, well, I are you for fry guy, but you got to be ginormous. Yeah. Exactly. How are you at swinging? Must a have meat bouncing hammer? experience. Yeah. Are you a wrestler? Are you a <laughs> Come on and make fry. I'm loving. I'm gonna that keep you're my eye on Maggie. I'm gonna find you a couple of big dudes. Listen, I'm the Sicilian unicorn. I can get I'm loving your Cocazello right now. Um, <laughs> it's been a while since we've done a uh, dueling Cocazellos. That's amazing. So, hey, I'm so, here for you guys. I'm here for you. I like yeah. this guy. I like the cut of your gym. Let's go get bagels. <laughs> but none of us know what a gym. I don't know. I, I, I'm I just going to throw this in there, but uh, <laughs> how do you feel about bagels? Insert musical sting. Yeah. <laughs> I was the only guy I've ever met who like lives in the Midwest and he goes out to New York for like five days and he comes back and he's like, hey, everybody, how you doing? Hey, I got some pizza here. What's going on? And it just sticks forever. I spent time with my people and I heard it's like when you go back to your peoples and like, oh, it's like uh, you fucking talk like this. Like the vowels get bigger and you got to I gesticulate more like I lose the gesticulation when I'm here. Nobody wants to lose gesticulation. No, yes, I can't (laughs) lose feeling in my gesticulators. If you lose uh, gesticulation for four more hours, please discuss that with your (laughs) dog. There may be options for you. <laughs> I just call them my gesticulator. Oh so, my god! So, you, Maggie, what, what's some other jobs that you've done, Maggie? And some other some other uh, career points. Oh, a lot of service industry stuff. I worked at a pallet company for a while, and then I worked that at, made pallets. Yeah, yeah. Made and then, how pallets, did they store them? Pallets in stacks. <laughs> on pallets. Like, do you yeah, stack pallets? And like, it's it's just a the pallet bottom full pallet of pallets. Is your pallet? This yes. is the pallet. Pallet. Is that like buying like uh, that's a that's a baker's dozen of pallets? Like you buy twelve pallets, the thirteenth yeah. pallets, the pallet we ship the we pallets on thirteen high with everything. Yeah, welcome to Pallet Palace. Yeah, the pallet. Well, we, yeah, nothing but pallets. I just thought One pallets just I, existed. Like, I know, just, just, just people just went and got them. There's <laughs> good like, money in pallets. There's good money in that. It's good money to be made in pallets. It's true. Like because people throw them away, but everybody needs them if they're manufacturing crap or moving crap or selling crap. And so you just grab them from people who are getting rid of them and you fix them up and resell them. And when you were in the the pallet refurbishment business, yeah, (laughs) you were re 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 I rehomed pallets. She repalleted it. (laughs) Yep. The fleet of trucks and forklifts. Dumpster diving for pallets it's around the city. For a have, business, you though. have like this group of people who I'm sure were all on meth um, and <laughs> would run around to different loading docks, grab pallets, bring them Just in. Steal and pallets? Yeah. Carry them by hand. <laughs> yep. And then Instead of collecting cans, <laughs> see a meth head running down the street with two <laughs> pallets. 
giant you know those guys who drive like the I was one, junk trucks yeah. i was it's wondering like why copper no tubing pallet. thefts have gone down but it's because there's been a spike in pallet thefts exactly exactly <laughs> hanging out outside get, of a coca-cola distributor yeah, you don't gotta you. cut those big ones though you can't get they have like contracts with people and stuff with the big pallet companies when you're a little guy you're really fighting like a dog if you're <laughs> you don't want to fight with big pallet They've got, yeah, they've got a whole crew of meth heads that fucking steal pallets for them. Yep. And then you guys, I walked dogs for three years. And then this guy, he said, I want you to be my dog nanny. And I was like, what? He goes, just watch my three dogs and walk them around and stuff like that. And uh, he, I was like, well, how much are you going to pay me? He's like 40,000 a year. I was like, so I was a dog nanny for three years. my god that sounds delightful it was great i took a nap with the dogs you know i really cared for them i really really cared got close to them them. forty thousand dollars a year to be a dog nanny that's the greatest that's a great thing he got really mad at me one day because when i was washing the dogs i'd give him a bath like every couple weeks or every week or something like that and Mm. i literally would strip down and get in the shower with them (laughs) Because it's easier. I don't want to kneel on the tub and get all wet <laughs> on my clothes. So I stripped down. I get in the shower with the dogs. I wash them all up. And literally, he came home that moment and walked in. And I was naked in the shower. And he was like, what the fuck are you being naked with my dogs for? You know, there was none, no inappropriate crap happening. What's, I was just washing the dogs. He and walked in and you're like, he's like, you diddling my dogs? Yeah. He thought you were a dog diddler. But you don't, yeah, you don't, you know, you ain't no. I'm no dog diddler. Yeah, you're not. See, you need a t-shirt now that says, I'm not a dog diddler. (laughs) It's from the same line of, uh, I like like women my own age. Yes, I like uh, human beings. And then you put a big pair of jeans on the little dog and (laughs) go to Purina. Uh, Did you ever see those ones? Like, this is a legit question. Do the, like, if the dog is standing like this, do the jeans go on all four legs? Or if the dog is standing half, just go on the bottom legs. (laughs) One is right for dogs. It's an age old question, you guys. It would be a difficult thing to get dog pants that went on all four legs, but only went up to here on the dog. Suspenders, maybe they'd have to have little yeah, dog suspenders. suspenders or the back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why would two legs be covered and the front legs wouldn't? Yeah, you you are correct. You are bringing up a real good point. The back legs of a dog should not be the only p- pants. Hey, I'm going to say something a little controversial and might oh, go God, somewhere we're not expecting it, but I'm willing to say this: all legs matter. Ooh. Oh, wow! <laughs> con- wow! Uh, Very yeah, you. Old. I like that, Nate. You just throwing it in there. I'm just throwing it in there. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dogs were they uh, the guide dogs yeah okay so he had a a bull mastiff which was huge and i would have to walk her and she was very aggressive and that was she was probably like 120 pounds 150 Ooh. pounds so that yep, was muscle. Sort of feet. but then he had two brother and sister dogs they were half sharpe and half what the hell else were they? I don't know. Half Sharpay and half, maybe they were pit bulls. I'm not even sure. But oh. they were mean looking dogs, but they were very nice dogs. You know, I take them to the off leash dog park and, you know, run them around. And 
they see, were good see, dogs. When when see when I was thinking of someone who's willing to pay forty grand to be a dog nanny, like my mind went to like Yorkies. Yeah, it went right. To, like, small dogs. They went to like little, uh-huh. little little ankle biter types. No, these I was were not big, big guys. They're big animals. Sharp yeah. pace. Those not. are some wrinkly ass dogs. Yeah. Yeah, but Those they the... weren't so wrinkly because they were only half, you know. Oh yeah. Okay. They, they got ironed out, Joe. They got uh, <laughs> they steam <laughs> cleaned. They ironed them out. They yeah, both penis and then <laughs> they put them in the dryer on high. Yeah. And they put weren't supposed to be. Sharpays. Wrinkled for everyone's pleasure. Yeah, air dry, please. Air dry only. Wrinkled for everyone's pleasure. That was yes. good. <laughs> that Very good. Especially if you're a dog diddler, which you yes, know. which you're not. <laughs> which like. we know that you're not. We know because of the t-shirt. <laughs> that's, that's how we know now. You have to wear a t-shirt that explicitly says you're not doing. That's the one I'm wearing right now. It's like, how do I know what you don't diddle? I mean, you're not wearing the shirt. Tell you what I diddle. You don't know what I diddle. Right? You just. You people don't know. They're just left to their own devices to be like, well, I'm very curious. She doesn't have a shirt that tells us exactly what she does and does not diddle. I'm very into unicorn horns. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. To be fair, you were using peanut butter scented shampoo. So I think that was part of the problem. Uh, Why do I smell skippy? Oh my god! Like, how does he clean, clean Listen, his dogs? I still do that with my own dogs. I get in the shower with them because otherwise, you get water all over the floor, and you get whatever you're wearing is soaking wet. I do with my own dogs all oh, the time. I, I do the same thing. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's uh, a it's a it's a time tested technique. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're you're gonna get wet anyway. Doesn't yeah. matter if yeah. you're if you're washing your animal. You might as well get clean in the process as exactly. well. Exactly. My move is I uh, the dog gets a bath uh, the day that I'm doing laundry. So the uh, what I'm wearing is going directly into the laundry afterwards. Not a bad technique. Let me get wet. Get me wet. I because I'm I do the uh, I stay on one side of the tub because she wants to jump out because she does not like water. But now she's just reserved. I've broken her. Now she just stands there and looks sad and just (laughs) takes it. Just defeated. Yeah, just uh, big eyes. Like, can we just end this? Can we be done with this bath? Uh, yeah. But I have to block her like a goalie. I have to just kind of like always. Honestly, yeah, that kick, that kick save there. you did was pretty amazing. Yeah, dude. I butterflied like Manny Fernandez. <laughs> Nobody butterflies. You got anymore. a regular Patrick Wow. Yeah, rolling game. around like Patrick Wow. So, like, nobody what's... rolls around in goal anymore. You don't see him just flopping about, throwing a kick. You're, what do you what are you doing these days? What's what's what what are you working on? You well, doing? I mean, for job, I work yeah. at Mindot. I've been working there for five and a half years now. I just plow the snow. I love. I I I now look for snow plows, and I just I'm like, which one? I can you just put like a fucking? <laughs> Is it Maggie? <laughs> yeah, can you put like a magnet that so I can see that has like a big M on the side door, so I know which one's you. This winter, I might even be driving Betty White out. Oh, really? The name of a plow now. They named the stupid plows. We have Plowy <laughs> McCloud face, mm-hmm. and we have Plowy McCloud face two, and then we have Betty White out. Okay, is there nice. is there a naming? Um, we have a big contest where people submit suggestions and then yes. everybody votes on them. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's like, um, what was that other one that was really good? Plowosaurus Rex, and then there's, 
Snoop Dogg. Scoop Dog. Scoop Dog. Yes. Yeah. Can we hotbox that? Can we hotbox <laughs> Scoop Dog? That's yeah. on my bucket list is to hotbox Scoop well, Dog. That 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 plow <laughs> lets us know that uh, relish is just chopped up pickles. Can we can we put the can we put the little like the the levers on it so it could just like. Oh, hydraulics like is that, are you trying to like, say you want it to oh, bounce like a like a yeah um, you, putting on three wheels yeah it only scoops it, it scoops every there's, third bar. there's no salt in the back it's just a bass speaker that's yes. it, it's <laughs> it's yeah. it rides real low yeah. real low well obviously okay in the weeds here yeah. well uh driver to driver is a cdl required for driving the plows yes okay yeah, I'm in North Dakota. I just drive beer in a semi truck around. Oh, and every good. time I see you, Maggie, and it's like I always am like, "Hey, can ride along, ride along." Can you I can do a ride along, along Joe, but you have to get up early when it's early, snowing. Squirrely. Now that I stopped drinking, I could totally do this. Okay. Yes, I, I'm going to be up I'm super early. I'm going to be looking for snow like a little kid. What's that guy's <laughs> name on Twin Cities Live? I'm giving him a ride along. He was a Viking guy. I can't remember his name. Ben somebody. Shout well, out to that ben guy. Lieber. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh. Really? Huh. Yeah. Well, Make maybe we know we know what we're gonna have to put on your plow so that Joe will know it's you. Is we're just gonna put a big unicorn horn just right. Oh my god. <laughs> Can we get a big Wouldn't that be fun? Just just get like a like a get a uni- like one that like sticks like a suction cup and you just put it at the yeah. top or, of like your a big windscreen. Magnet. Yeah, I like it a lot. I really do like that idea a lot. I was randomly Googling strong ass magnets on the Internet the other day for I was like, why am I Googling strong ass magnets? Like it's now I know for a unicorn horn on a plow truck for the plow truck. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. And now they could think of unicorn name plow truck names. (laughs) Pokey McPoke face. Yeah. (laughs) So we're what's like some like frustrations as a plow driver that you have to deal with because stay I, back I stay alive that, bitches right? yeah people are you know people drive dumb they're on their phones all day long and they can't figure anything out they don't understand any of the road rules but the worst thing is is like when you're coming to an exit and you're plowing the exit you have to really get over to the left to get that uh line so you can see the lines to the exit so at the last second we have to cut into the exit and that is the moment where everyone tries to pass us and then you know you have to cut into it happens every single time and we'll have our blinker on it doesn't matter they will follow behind and then they think oh this is my opportunity to pass and then we fucking plow right into them every time every time i mean we don't really hit them but it's it's a it's a mess people they get whitewashed yeah. yeah yes i actually last winter it was like a spring storm and it was um it was really wet and i was plowing the shoulder and so my snow was just going up making a huge like arc and it was coming on the it was on the down ramp at snelling and um it was hitting it was perfectly hitting the ramp. And so all these cars were like trying to beat it, trying to beat it. And then finally one car was too much for them. They slammed on the brakes and then they got rear ended. Just that was my fault. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mind. It was fun. In your mind, you're like, that's one of those two cent tippers from the triple L. I mean, it probably was. Screw them. Where's my bouncers? I want to yell at them. (laughs) <laughs> I love when you two, two bouncers, bouncers right in the, in the truck. truck. Yep. 
just so you can get out and just like, you motherfuckers. There's only, there's only two chairs, so they're sitting on each other's laps. <laughs> Still looking stern with their arms folded. Yeah. Mm. The, tr- the truck is leaning slight to the right because it's of course, 600 pounds of men. <laughs> yeah. God, that's funny. That's funny. Actually, Joe, that's how you get the three wheel for the. Uh, oh, yeah, that's how you get it up on three. Yeah, two massive yep. men on the one side bouncers, of the cab. Overload yep. bouncers on one side. I love oh, when uh, fun winter. I love when you're when you plow truck guy I, I, like when you guys are uh, on the highway and it's just like and you, you you're like four wide doing the flying V. Sure. <laughs> when it's like the lead truck and then everybody's behind them. I love flying V. You got to clear the whole road, you know? Yeah. And yeah. It, but that's like no one can pass. That's a fucking great. Everyone's just got to chill back and like. It's fun. shouldn't be speeding in that weather anyway. Exactly. Where are you going that fast? What do you it need to be? What do you got to do that's so goddamn people, important? <laughs> people will fucking speed around us. And then two seconds later, you see them in the ditch. And it happens all of the time. So that's. Uh, we we we're on the road we do comedy shows we do one-nighters like yeah. if it's in the winter time and i have a plow to follow i'm following that bad boy all the way to where i'm going yeah you got a blocker better behind the plow yes better yes. gas mileage too you got a windbreak yes yes <laughs> just roll it stay back stay alive stay Sorry. back stay alive yes there we go that's that has that has when they do pass you and then you see them in the ditch there's just a little party that's just like i don't need oh. the bouncers. told you so the best it's my favorite part of the day because it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. See, that's a tip to you stupid fucking drivers out there. Just wait. Behind People them. think they have like a big suburban. They're like, I'm full. Of blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's so and then they people. get around us and they're like, whoa. And once you're <laughs> done, you're done. Oh, it's like watching like a baby horse walk for the first time. Totally. <laughs> a very cocky baby horse. Yeah. <laughs> I got four wheel drive. I know how to be a horse. La, it's, the la. it's the best. Oh, it's always my favorite are like the guys. You can tell that the only reason they own a pickup truck is because they're trying to make up for something. Ah, and then they're yes. the ones who try to pass that and they got that. And then you see them in the ditch and they have four wheel drive. The whole purpose of having four wheel drive, you know, you get stuck in the ditch and then they can't get out. Yep. Oh, That's the best. One of my favorite, favorite driving in the snow moments was there was a really bad snowstorm in Grand Forks, North Dakota, when I was going to school there. And I had a 1986 Chevy Nova. Hell yes. Tiny little hatchback. Yeah. Five-speed manual. Nice, thin tires, and they cut through the snow. I could get anywhere in the wintertime in that thing. And there was trucks in the ditch all strewn across the grand greater grand forks area i'm just sitting there just buzzing my little four banger just plowing through all the snow literally waving at all these douchebags in these four-wheel drive trucks just waving at them as i drove by so fun (laughs) they're just spinning their drive anything if you drive like a normal human being or you don't drive you know you just can't drive like a stupid idiot asshole i I want to start a driving class Okay. To like to to reteach people. Hey how to drive. everybody! This is Joe's driving class. I'm Get the, the fuck on the highway. Let's go. Step I'm on here it. To teach you how to do it the right way. Hey, oh. hey uh, <laughs> uh, Maggie, I'm just gonna. Uh, I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm just gonna throw this in there. <laughs> 
welcome. Maybe, maybe Joe, your impression of Joe, and maybe that's going to be my new podcast is everyone comes on and does impressions of me. And it's, it's just good. Yeah. It, it'll just, uh, <laughs> I just love that she went to baby speak. That's little baby me. It's baby me. Hey, on this week's episode, we're doing baby. Me. <laughs> like, hey, it's baby, it's Muppet Babies. About to say that Next show already exists. Southern me. Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, yeah, y'all, like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> talking three. <laughs> I think they made one of those. It looked dogs, though. Uh, anyway. Is there any other uh, any other work stories? Anything that kind of sticks out in your mind through your 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 illustrious career? Oh, I did work at Starbucks in New York for like two years too, and that was really fun because a lot of like crazy celebrities would come in all the time, and so there was always good like celebrity stories. Like, I mean, and it's all shit you can totally predict. Like one day, Geraldo came in, and of course, he's on his phone, the loudest person standing in the middle of the room. Just it's me, Geraldo. <laughs> I'm the coolest person in the world. You know, I'm seventy and shredded. Yeah, please tell me you ask, still ask them. Like, all right, and. uh can I put uh, what name would you like me to put on this? <laughs> Just act like you don't name? know him. I do name that all, I do that all the time. Yeah. Nice. What's the name on that? I'm sorry. I didn't catch it. Yeah. Jerido? Gerald? Gerardo? Or you're calling it out. And then, yeah. And then flub it when you call his name. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. for Gerardel. Geraldo? Geraldo? Gerardel? Yeah. Gerino? Whoever you are, come pick up your fucking, you have your bouncers. Pick up yeah. your fucking <laughs> <laughs> latte. Oh, that would have been good at Starbucks. That would have been really good. Before, you, you before you mentioned that it was like Geraldo and like the, the celebrities, I was going to be like, if there was ever a time to say spill the tea. <laughs> yeah, this, this uh, coffee's for big mustache, big loud mustache. Where are you? Do you know one time um, Mary Tyler Moore came in and I was I was cleaning the restroom and um, so I just like wiped off the toilet seat and I noticed there was no paper toilet paper so I walked back to the to the stock room to get toilet paper and as I'm walking back Mary Tyler Moore walks in and of course I'm too dumbfounded to even say there's no toilet paper so I just go uh, 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 and she walks in anyway and so when I come back with the toilet paper she's walking out. And uh, she dripped dried, you know, because there was no TP. But there was like Mary Tyler Moore pee on the seat. And for one moment, it was like that movie, that ABBA movie, Queen of the Desert, where he had a, a ABBA turd in a necklace. And for there was one moment when I was like, should I? What do I do with Mary Tyler Moore pee on the seat? I just, yeah. I was how do like, I keep this? How do I honor this? What do I do? Just throw a hat on it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. Mary Tyler Moore drips dry, just like the, just like we do. Just like regular people. Just she like takes off the dress. <laughs> she shakes she off. coffee. Oh my God. <laughs> she goes to Starbucks for peeing, just like we, just like regular people. Yeah, you guys. Honor her. Ooh, any, uh, any other big celebs come in? Um, yeah, what other celebrity pee stories do you have? <laughs> the jerkiest celebrity. Julio came in and took a huge dump and never flushed. Rest in peace. Right in the middle of the shop. It was oh, so yeah, weird. Yeah, he's just shitting in the store. He just pulled him down and bad, bad, Coolio. Bad. Someone's going to slide, slide, slippity slide on that, yeah. okay? <laughs> 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 
was fucking brilliant, by the way. That was hilarious. <laughs> the asshole a fantastic voyage. Oh, that was so nice. The <laughs> assholiest person who ever came in was uh, Chevy Chase. Oh, well, yeah. That tracks. Yeah. Seems like a... Such a dick. Such a dick. For no reason. Just to be a dick. How is he this such is a my dick? coffee and not yours. Oh, he was just like, I go, oh, hi, Chevy, big fan. And he was like, so? And I go, do you think that I could get a picture with you? And he goes, honestly, if you get a picture with me, every single person in here is going to want a picture with me. And I go, do you really think that's the truth? <laughs> and he goes, yes, and turned around and walked away. And I was like, coffee for Chevrolet? <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Chevy. CV? Yeah. I want to see CV. I want to see CV case. Severly? Severly? Sevi? Kavave? Ceviche? Chave Chase. I'm looking for Clark Griswold. Did you have any other than other than Mary Tyler Moore? Did you have any other like nice celebrities? Like people who were like sweethearts? Nicest celebrity I ever had. Do you remember a guy named uh, Peter Scolari? He was Tom yeah. His partner on Bosom Buddies. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, yeah. A lot of movies like the giant where they're tiny or big or something like that. The... He did Honey, I Shrunk the Honey, Kids shrunk the series. Out. Yes. That's yes. The nicest man in the entire wide world. I mean, he from day one knew my name and asked how I was and genuinely cared and chit chatted. And he was just the sweetest man ever. Every single very hey, one what did he have a job with you no he would come in every day oh he would just come in every day oh okay i was <laughs> like thinking he had boy, a big the series wasn't going anywhere. well yeah it's like oh geez. no he was just a regular he lived not, near the, there bosom buzzy, the bosom buddies uh royalty checks aren't doing so hot these days <laughs> i think he was fine but uh he died too he's dead mm-hmm. oh yeah God. but just the kindest man ever He's Maybe it's the Julia. Starbucks that was killing them all. Yeah. Could have been well, I hope it gets, well, Chevy's still with yeah, us. I hope it gets Chevy <laughs> Chase next. Oh, my. My balance is on hubris. <clears throat> you know what? You know who I had to take off my celebrity death pool list? Mm. Who? Uh, I just realized Honey Boo Boo's like fucking 22 years old. She was on my celebrity death pool list as a fucking definite like oh my god this year is the year she dies from like 19 from like 2004 to like fucking now i had her on my she was a definite wow i can't believe she's not dead were you leaning fentanyl or yeah i I butter go-go juice oh Whatever that fucking, it was half Red Bull. Oh, half that's Mountain right. Blue. She, she was like six, and her mom was like giving her caffeine. The human body is very resilient. I think <laughs> yeah. very resilient. I had a yeah. I need a new celebrity death pool somebody because she's like looking pretty healthy. No longer a lock. Maybe Who's I could just throw Parker? her mom. Does her mom count? I'm gonna add her mom. No, don't you say that, Dolly? will be with us always. Oh, Listen, God. Dolly Parton is America's favorite old person now. So, hey, yeah. if do you do you guys anyone want to join uh, my uh, my uh, lady friend and I? Uh, we're gonna go to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, Dolly Land, Dolly World. Who wants to go, go to, to Dolly Dollywood? Do- Dollywood, yeah, Dolly Parton's Dolly amusement World. park. Dolly Part really Dolly fun. Parton's amusement park. Let me say you that. Can't say a bad thing about Dolly Parton. She's a so, wonderful lady. National, national treasure. Yes. That's yes. the reason half national the South treasure. is literate. Yeah. 
It's true. It's, it's true. true. It's really true. It's, it's sad that that's true, but it's true. Yeah, and it also is. the reason that we have the Moderna vaccine. Yeah. Uh, she's a oh, wonderful, a wonderful human being. Dolly Parton. We know you listen to every episode. So God. thank you. I like, I don't she know would, where she is. Dolly Parton like, would listen to us and she'd be like, that, that's nice. You guys are nice. That, that would be it. That would be the only blur. That's nice. They're doing that. I, uh, I like she's on my I, I would love to meet Dolly Parton. That's on the bucket list. I like it's I just want to give her a big hug. Oh, just yeah. hug those big old. Titties. She's a hugger. She's yes. got to be. Oh, a hugger. she's got to be a hugger like this. Yeah, I want a motorboat. <laughs> Dolly Parton. It's on my bucket list. If I ever if I if I get cancer, that's going to be my make a wish. That's your make a wish. I want a motorboat. Dolly, Dolly Parton. It's that's how I want to go. Just put my fucking bald right emo head just shoved in there. I want to make yeah. sure that's on a TikTok video somewhere for life. She would be like charitable okay. in that way yeah she'd I'll be like you, you know it. what we we need ethical ways to uh let people end their own lives and she goes to hospitals and motorboats people to bed yeah oh uh, yeah mean, she just smothers yeah. me with those fucking pillows the, be- the best part <laughs> the best part of it is that she would do it uh her uh a new version of jolene for you yes <laughs> like joe joe Here's my big old titties. This mother you yeah. with Joe needs my titties. No, Joe needs, no. and it leads Joe into needs. I will always Joe love needs. you. And Joe needs, Joe needs, <laughs> Joe needs me Joe too. Needs, no, the <laughs> thank Dolly. Thank you for putting up with us. <laughs> oh, what a peach! Uh, so Maggie, it? yeah, uh, we don't just exist on this podcast to talk about plowing. Uh, or plowing Dolly Parton. Plowing. A lot of plow talk. Lots of plow yes. talk. Uh, pillow talk, talk, plow talk. Pillow talk, plow talk uh, is going to be a great podcast in the plow. From the plow. From the plow. Live callers. Oh, that would be fun. That would plowing. Plowing. Call we don't just exist. We don't just exist to talk about these stories. No, uh, we also exist to battle the scourge that is known as Karen's. But Maggie, before we go into our next segment, we always like to ask our guests, how would you define a Karen? Well, a Karen is, of course, a woman of a certain age and a certain haircut. <laughs> Not always, but somebody who takes it too far when they have no business taking it anywhere at all. You know, like you could just be ignoring the situation and living your life and moving on, but you get your foot into the business that you don't even need to be involved in. That's what I would say a Karen is. I, I like that I one. I really like that one. That's a good definition. They always have two cents, and that's what they're willing to tip you. Yeah, right? <laughs> At the triple L. <laughs> I don't need to know your opinion, white lady. Move on. Exactly. But she's going to tell me anyway. Well, mm. each and every week, Maggie, we look at different Yelp reviews, Google reviews, Facebook posts. Sometimes they're just tweets or handwritten notes, and it's a segment that we call the Karen of the week this is karen i'm your boss oh my god karen oh my god karen this is karen i'm your boss oh my god karen oh my god this is karen karen i'm your boss oh my god karen i'm your boss oh my god karen oh my god karen oh my god this is karen i'm your boss oh my god karen my God, Karen. Each and every week, fellow contributor, former third Mike, and general saint of a human being, comedian Rebecca Wilson dramatically reenacts one of these Karen complaints for us. 
So here's Rebecca with the Karen of the week. Me and my wife came in yesterday. We had great meals, except for the drink that cost $9. It was a Bahama Mama, and it was the worst tasting drink. When we left, <laughs> left, and we had got it in the car, or I really like that I got in the car. If I did knew the drink tasted so bad, my wife had, but she didn't want to say anything because of the shrimp. I would have said something to replace a drink or get the money back, but we had to throw the drink away. Nine dollars worth of drink. We could have used towards our gas to get home. Our bill did come to $79, and we felt as if we were being talked about because the waitress had been rude to us over a few shrimp that we didn't feel comfortable with. All the old bay on the shrimp. We thought we had come for our future to hang out on the river with all the river rats and the boom, boom, boom music and the music that was just left the home to get away from. But we found out that it wasn't such a good idea coming here after all. They should have better overhead too for the customers to stay out of all the direct sunlight. Make the place more comfortable so you can enjoy yourself on the river, river rat. That was a one-star review. Ow. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay, I love that. Please tell me that it was the spelling or Rebecca. I love how Rebecca said, Bahama Mama. Yeah, <laughs> if you could uh... go back to her and say it. Does anybody know what, do what's with the shrimp? Artistic, we do give her artistic uh, license, license to 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 do what as she feels. She 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 channels the different Karens. It's never the same voice each episode, no. and yeah, that's what makes voice. it a beautiful thing. Um, they said the shrimp had too much Old Bay seasoning on it, <laughs> which doesn't exist because no. of that. We had to throw the throw the drink out be, like because of the shrimp. Garlic. Not possible. Well, and it 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 just it was such a weird, incoherent and then got star review that I had I had to include it because this is the part of the problem. You could tell that they were that was a drunk review. Yes. So clearly they drank sober. the Bahama Mama. Mm-hmm. Bahama Mama. Even though they Bahama didn't Mama. like it. Bahama Mama. Bahama Mama. Because of the shrimp. Bahama Mama. Because of the shrimps. They were and talking. They the waitress was talking behind my back because of the shrimps over a couple of shrimps. <laughs> and I love the boot because like, it has the boom uh, boom music. Yes, the boom boom, the boom booms and the shrimps. Also, yeah, the overheads. There's oh. too much sun. The yes. overhead make it comfortable for so people to. I thought they, they were going to go down the business side, like the overhead That's on this I place must too. be insane. Right. And yeah. Who who are these river rats? Is that a derogatory term? No, it was the, name of the she, bar. Oh, it's the name of the bar, so you you could come and be a river rat. Wait, so yeah. was this a lesbian couple because it's a Karen, <laughs> or was that a man being a Karen? I don't but, understand. Karens, we 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 are equal opportunity um, when it comes to Karen. Karens are genderless yeah, on this well, show. Oh, either either Kyles or Chads or Kieran's. We we like okay. Kieran's a lot. Uh, the the listenership prefers Chads or Kyle. We 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 were on strong Kieran. We liked Kieran's. Sure, let's keep it gender neutral, gender anonymous. Yeah, but it but is kind of throwing an ethnic twist to it. They're Irish. Yes, there's an yeah. Irish. that's why they're <laughs> complaining about the sun. I've got a problem. I need to see the manager. There wasn't enough potatoes. <laughs> yes, the overhead. My we lily like white skin over a couple of shrimps. Well, and then like I love that they're like a nine dollar drink was like oh, but we could have gotten gas for the ride home. Yeah, oh, like we we left the home. They said left the home, <laughs> sir. We... I don't think you should drive. <laughs> yes. 
Did they sneak out of an old folks home? Was- hey, you want to sneak out of the home? Let's get some Bahama Mamas. Light about one of those drinks on the old bay. Yeah, we specifically told the waitress light on the old bay. We ordered Young Bay. We said shrimps without Old Bay, please. We ordered Young Inlet. I don't know why I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing my Sylvia Brown impression. I think because I no, I think it's appropriate for this. <laughs> I, but I they were playing the boom boom music. She's yeah, she should be. There's on my, not enough overheads. She's going in and, and instead of I'm taking out Honey Boo Boo and I'm adding. Sylvia Brown and my celebrity death pool is. <laughs> if you can feel, do you feel your life. hair being brushed? Natural it's your father. sunlight hurts my skin. <laughs> Brushing your hair. All right. Okay. So, uh, okay. So, if they dumped out the Bahama Mama, yes. Like, where did they dump it out? What? Like, they just walk behind the bar and just put it down the stairs, well, <laughs> like throw a, it on the well, floor. They we were clearly like outside a, because of the uh, overhead. So right, they could have the it They jumped it in the river. Yep, yeah, right by the river. That's rat. what a river rat would do. Yep. <laughs> hey, welcome to Ratatouille's by the river. <laughs> you get your individual uh, rodent for the table. Yeah, I'm a rat. <laughs> I was in this movie once with Peter Scolari. Good guy, good guy. He owns part of the restaurant. He was a good guy. I'm just thinking of Rizzo from the uh, the Muppets. <laughs> it's don't get the pancakes. The rats fucking grease the, by skating around on butter pants. <laughs> the shrimp though. Get the shrimp. Anyone. Yeah, get the shrimps. Oh, but then it's the shrimp Muppet. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. shrimp Muppet. Was he like French or Spanish or something? Oh no, 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 no. That was he wasn't a shrimp. He was a fucking no. He's a he prawn. Was, he was a prawn, oh, and he was right. from like uh, Saint Louis or like no, no, no. He's from like uh, fucking Louisiana. He yeah. had like that. Oh yeah, he was Cajun. Well, but old base seasoning then. It makes sense. Anyway, go ahead, eat my family. <laughs> yes. Go and eat my family. Yes. And sometimes. Like having a little bit of too much Old Bay seasoning. Oh, yeah. We have to ask ourselves. Oh, yeah. Why did it fail? Why did it fail? How can it fail? Everything was squared away. Everything was squared away. I had my plane written down. I had my plane written down. I thought I was here to stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now I have to figure out why. Gee, why did it fail? Each and every week. We look at different restaurants businesses, food items, airlines. Hey, buckle up, buttercups. And uh, we ask ourselves, why Why do you think that didn't work out? Now, if you've been listening to any of our recent episodes, you know that we have found a stash. The gift that keeps on giving. Of old Pan Am training videos. We've we've yes. learned how to deal with uh, entitled customers who feel they could uh, smoke and non-smoking or get bumped up to first class. Yes. Now we have to deal with a guy who's possibly going to have a missed connection, you know, because airlines are supposed to be on time. They're supposed to, you know, they're not supposed to have all this. This guy's big man about it. Now we're going to learn how, how, how the steward and stewardesses of Pan Am in the 1980s dealt with misconnections on this week's G. Why did it fail? (laughs) 
Make it all big. It's the same plane. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. When is this on-time airline going to get to London? I mean, I've been waiting. I've got an important meeting in Brussels. I've got a, a flight that takes off at 9.45 from London to Brussels. And here we're going to get in maybe around 9.40. I mean, could you possibly guarantee to me that I'm going to make a, the next connection in five minutes? I just want to point out that we didn't try to find uh, one of Joe's relatives, but... <laughs> I'm trying to get over here to Brussels. I got a deal. Say Brussels again. Brussels? What time do we get to London? Because I got a meeting in Brussels. Brussels? I can't say. Stop saying Brussels. Uh, <laughs> it's the same exact set. So I wonder if they just like shotgun filmed all these training yeah, videos. Well, they they did only because... have this this little chunk of the plane here. Because the they... lady behind him is wearing the same outfit that we've seen her in in this other is the same one from the last two both the smoking and the uh first class this is the one from the smoking one where she was doing the behind yeah. her yeah right <laughs> the african-american lady behind the yep. angry uh long island gentleman yep oh, it's got better, business though? in brussels they're what always the going to london they're always yeah, going to london. that's the one maybe that's why pan am failed is they had one flight it was just to it was always to london mm-hmm. even better this gal right here in the right-hand corner across, she was the friend in the smoking episode. Oh, that's right. Oh. She was like, I don't mind. Oh, it's okay. It's okay that she could sit up here and smoke. And and Maggie, uh, we, we actually we a, bitch, it's not. We have a theory that uh everyone who's in these aren't actors at all. They're just Pan Am employees. <laughs> yeah, this is like, a pilot. Wanna be actors. Like uh, this guy was your pilot. Could you imagine that voice going on the overhead? I would absolutely love it. And like, hey, I, all right, you, hey, you little. Because he sounds like you. Hey, yeah, we'll sit be- down, buckle up. Yeah, sit down, shut the. We'll fuck get there up. when we get there. Buckle up, buttercups. We're gonna, <laughs> all right, gonna this be a puppy is gonna ride. be a rocky takeoff. <laughs> sit the fuck down, Joe. I didn't know that your uncle Vinny was a uh, was a was a pilot. That's amazing. Yeah, he did commercial. He did some some commercial work. He was also the Colgate guy. Oh, the, hey, the brush your goddamn teeth. Let's see teeth. the wrong way to do this. Because remember, the way these videos work. Oh, that's right. They, they do the wrong way at first. Look at her. She's, she's, she's big mad. Hands on her hips. She's talking down to the Body goomba. language. Right. Yeah, no, she's going to get down on his level at some point on the good one. But yeah. this is the bad one. Yeah. Is she already broken? Get- Look at this. She's smiling. <laughs> she's, she's like she can't they she can't she's like, like Fallon on SNL Long Island Don Rickles like what's going on yeah he's Brussels every time he says Brussels she just wants to break character right. so let's, let's continue I mean, this is can't ridiculous no Captain uh, Johnson said we'd be in there right around well yeah is Captain Johnson going to pay the ten thousand dollars that I suppose that I'm going to get in commission from a million dollar meeting that I have you have this meeting I have today, the, today a I have million dollar meeting at- Million dollar meeting. Where is the meeting? In Brussels. You ask? It's in Brussels. <laughs> I have this million dollar meeting. I came all the way from Massapequa, Long Island to get on a goddamn <laughs> United a Pan Am flight. And I'm, I'm going to show up to the meeting. This million dollar meeting. This fucking piece of shit is, is showing up last minute to a million dollar meeting. He's not flying in the day before to take in the sights of Brussels. He's all business prepped. all the time. Because he had a, he's flying a million from one dollars on the line to another. Well, he couldn't because he was at a Burt Bacharach concert the night before. <laughs> it's fucking... This guy was strangling Ecuadorian girls. 
Look at those hands. Small, small hands. hands. Look at those tiny hands. <laughs> In Brussels, oh, right? No. I had yeah. to have oh, Brussels. 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 I had oh wait, he's gonna say, he's gonna say where he was. Hold on. He said he, he explains this, Joe. We we figured it out. He's gonna tell us why. Here we go. In Brussels, oh, right? No. I had yeah. to have this meeting today because I had another meeting in Miami. And from that meeting, I came <laughs> to this to meeting watch. because the presentation I have to make at this meeting well, comes from that meeting I, in Miami. I don't know if you're going to make that flight. Well, it's going to be, I don't know, there's going to be a lot of people people that have to answer for it. Well, I'll tell you, um, do we he have a shitty, my, my Uncle Vinny was a shitty actor. <laughs> I, I just gonna be about the Brussels. Stewardess is hilarious. Just, oh, uh huh. Mm-hmm. She checks uh-huh. her watch. Oh, uh huh. Captain yeah. Johnson. Well, well, what you don't see is behind her is she has two bodyguards. <laughs> she can say whatever she wants. Suck yeah. my dick, Vinny. <laughs> Take this and get, and shove it up your ass. We're gonna get there when we get there. <laughs> Are you sucking a bunch of dicks in Brussels? <laughs> million right. dollar dick sucking meeting get the fuck there's out of here lot, there's still a lot of this to get through so let's slog and they should be able to help you um that we couldn't help being delayed out of new york it was a weather delay and- what wait 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 a weather delay out of a new york airport that never happens never heard of it you're clearly from there you saw the yes, sky you saw the weather and he's like <laughs> what do you mean the weather delay it was a nor'easter. Brussels. Listen, listen, listen to him get angry. Just stammer. Wait, after the captain kept on announcing that it was a mechanical. I mean, can't one crew find out from the other crew what's going on? Well, I mean, was, here I am supposed to make this meeting, and you people can even get together. Well, it was initially a weather delay, and then initially. we had a mechanical during. Oh yeah, the and there I was looking out the window, and there was this British Airways going taken off and maybe the next time I'm going to take I took Pan Am because of the world pass but maybe the next time I will take that British Airways and yeah. the heck with the world pass maybe the next time you should that oh, yeah. Dick Vinny. The, the, the first maybe response you. is always the best response on these training videos <laughs> it's I, the response I, you wish they could give Yeah. again two bodyguards hanging oh, out behind oh, her oh yeah well, that one's I'm missing something. Where Go fly with those British guys. They still have propellers on their planes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're not going to be able to get a Coca-Cola on there. You're just going to get tea. Brit- <laughs> British Airways. You think this attitude is going to fly with a bunch of British people? <laughs> <laughs> a barrister comes in and takes them out. Just Or uh, one of the Queen's Guard. He's <laughs> got the hat. Sir, your behavior is most uncouth. It's most unbecoming of an airline pa- uh, airline passenger. <clears throat> but we'll be there on time. <laughs> For queen and country. All right, so that, that was what not to do. This is... <laughs> The title of this is How to Handle Mouthy New Yorkers. Yeah, it, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Parentheses, Brussels. <laughs> Maybe you should smoke a cigarette that calm yeah. him down to the plane of the ashtray. Excuse me. When is this on-time airline going to get to London? I mean, I've been waiting for this. Oh, there it is. There it is. Get down you on your on level. level. She got down. 
every time. Every time it's that that's what you do. You that you gotta run really for you squat. I deal with kids. De-escalate. Yeah. At Pan Am, we want you to treat all of our passengers like children. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a cookie in his mouth and walk away. What do you well, want, big baby? Probably work. That would probably work. He's low blood sugar. Give him some Benadryl and some Tylenol PM and knock his ass out. Dose him. (laughs) Fucking rub his his fucking gums with whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if that was the case, he really would be Uncle Dito. (laughs) Just change his diaper. Yeah, he needs a a diaper change and a little burping. Yeah, he'll be fine. This meeting for years. I've got an important meeting today. It's it means a million dollars to my company. It means $10,000 for me in commissions. It's at 2 o'clock in Brussels. Brussels. My, my flight leaves at 9.45 from London. Mm-hmm. If we land at London the way after that mechanical delay, which I can't understand for an, a, a, a very professional airline, yeah. don't they keep their planes up to date? I mean, this means a lot, this meeting, and I can't understand it. I, don't, I have to be in Brussels. And I, I was nervous all night last night. I couldn't even sleep. You're, I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, how, how could I conduct my business in front of a, a bunch of people trying to get do this for my company if this company here, Pan Am, that you call it, with all its world passes and everything it's, else, it's, I mean, what would what you, you call, call it, company? Get to London right. and like then it. to Brussels. Because you want to... You're concerned because you... Yeah, but I don't care about concerns. Name. I saw a British Airlines taking off, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure that if I took that airline, I'll be in Brussels in, at this point, particular time oh, for that meeting. Let, I don't know. I don't do know. Oh, yeah, you could do I, I heard that before. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the people tell me everything, and uh, it just doesn't work. So I, I, I don't know. Name? I, I like my, well, my name is... I love that he's just, just not even giving Shut her a up. chance. He won't give her even one second. I've been told that before in a Pan Am, if that's really even your name. (laughs) (laughs) He thinks that her name is Pam Am. (laughs) (laughs) Tell this Pam lady to hurry. Pam Am lady works for Pan Am. If that's either of their real names. Now he's turning. He's getting all conspiracy theory. You trying to like stop my company, this million dollar deal from going through because Pan Am's got some fingers in it. They, they're trying to get their own deal. They're coming in lowballing me, trying to make me late for my meeting in Brussels. I mean, Bob, Bob, I run a very profitable pallet business. All right. Yes. I got a big <laughs> European pallet deal. Ah. I'm, uh, I'm bringing a bunch of meth to Brussels for the workers. <laughs> Ten million dollars and I'm going to make ten thousand. But if he bumbles well. his way through this meeting the way he's fucking bumbling through this fucking yeah, speech here. Shit. Yeah, he's not fucking closing any fucking million. To- Only closers get coffee, Vinny. It's Anderson. Mr. Anderson? Yes, um, and uh, they'll know plenty about Anderson if, uh, if I don't get what I want in Brussels. Right. I'm telling There's you. Something- the world's yeah. most common yeah, name. They'll know it. Yes. I don't know. Oh, you just hey, say well, Anderson. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, what are these a things that you're going to do? A few steps. A few steps. We can. Uh, there's quite a few people on this airplane who are continuing on to Brussels, just as you are. This flight number continues on, and there's a good chance. Well, it continues on, but right. I don't think I'm going to make it. There's I a mean, good uh, chance yeah. that, that the... Um, Plane might be waiting. Yeah, with another there. mechanical delay in London, I, I'll never get there. Well, we'll. Well, I hope it's on another. What we'll do is we'll, um, we'll radio ahead soon as as soon yeah. as we get close enough and inform them that we have 
people trying to make this connection. Mr. Anderson. We already have been informed about that, but we'll remind them. Well, I hope so. Um, also, Mr. Anderson, yes, because they might forget. Look in the official airline guide and see if there's any other flights that might get you there in time for your meeting. Um, well, I'll go get that right now and see what your choices uh, well, are. Uh, okay. Okay, you show me if there's okay. any flights. Maybe we'll, well, I'm going to compensate right for it. Excuse me. Everyone's like, that guy was a chode. This guy's a dick. Chode. Look at these ladies just surrounding him all reading Stop their fucking McCall's. For yeah, one like fucking reading second. about the newest fashions in bright blue fucking smocks. <laughs> they're actually they're just reading Sky Mall catalogs. All they're of like, them are yeah, Sky oh. Mall catalogs. Like, oh, the, the newest of fashion, fail. wearing your necklaces on the outside of your fully buttoned up blouse. <laughs> <laughs> this lady, this fucking, this broad in the fucking bottom here. I love it. Fully buttoned up bright blue blouse and just blouse. got a nice necklace. I'm just going to throw this in a, there. A full, a full, she's wearing also wearing like a full. Well, we know sweater. she's not going to Brussels. She's going to be at Harrods. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to Harrods. <laughs> They're going to go by the Red Fox. We need the, the some Red Fox, red fox furs. All right, let's let, let's see let's see let's let's, let's let's see the end of this uh, de-escalation. Okay, sir, I have a yellow pages that I'm going to okay. beat you slowly with. We have um, so far. I've seen uh, two flights: the Sabina flight, which leaves at ten thirty, and a British Airways flight that gets you in at um, eleven forty. You know, since there's so many people have trying to make that Brussels connections, um, the London people will have been infor- informed about that, and they are they are required to put you on the first available flight, whether it's Pan Am or not. So here are the two flights that that are, are good alternatives, and I'll let you know as soon as we get a little closer whether or not on you a napkin. that Pan Am connection. I was thinking the exact same thing. That looked like a fucking napkin. That's right. <laughs> Wrote okay. this on a paper towel for you. Yeah, I just it's so you can. Hey, wipe this your is ass just a bunch it. of dicks that you drew. <laughs> <laughs> it just says hey, Mr. Just, Anderson on them. Yeah. Hey, you drew a, you you drew me and uh, me being fucked by a unicorn. What is this? <laughs> I'm trying to get to Brussels. This is something my son-in-law Raymond would do <laughs> in Brussels. He does million-dollar deals all the time. I did. He did have a bit of a. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a bit like a. He was. You just tell them Anderson said so. He was definitely the uh, like the 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 stunt actor for Peter O'Toole. At yeah. one point, like I, I get that, hundred percent. Right. Got thirty seconds left. We got this. Well, okay, this makes me feel a little better. Okay, I Mr. Mean, Anderson, uh, can I get you something to drink? Uh, well, not now. I have this meeting to go to, and uh, yeah. I feel I should be a little sharp. I didn't sleep. I don't want to be gassy. Yeah. Well, maybe we can get you some coffee okay. later on. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Thank you. That's yeah, he's look at how de-escalated he is. And all the ladies around him are like, you piece of shit. I'm going to Brussels. Finally too. laid down to go on to his back, showed him his belly. She gave him some belly scratches. Yeah, some belly scratches. Aww. Oh, Mr. Anderson. You know, honestly, though, she got in trouble because when she was bathing him, she got into the shower. With him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why are you not wearing a swimsuit around Mr. Anderson? Oh, that's funny. What are you doing with my geriatric New York grandfather? Uh, yeah. He has to be in Brussels. I'm just cleaning him. Uh, he's like, I, I, this guy acted like he had dementia 
and just accidentally got on this flight and he just does it constantly. Oh, Mr. Anderson. Okay. We're just going to, we called your, we called your daughter. She's going to pick you up at the gate. I got a meeting in Brussels. Back in Brussels. Sure. $1 million. Okay, sir. All right. I'm making you know $150 what? off of this deal. Just tell him Anderson sent you. It's 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 okay though because when 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 washing a Mister Anderson you have to get in the folds much like a Sharpay. Yes, uh, you just oh, he's to... all wrinkly. <laughs> I like how you guys are bringing it back around. That's it. We're gonna call back. <laughs> gonna gonna to wrap up. Swinging the car in a circle. I like it. <laughs> There we are. You know, but not like a circle if you're trying to go around a snowplow. Yeah, uh, our, our podcast is pretty much, if you want to explain our podcast, it's like a, a snowy parking lot and just whipping shitties. <laughs> <laughs> we just slowly come all the way around to it. I like it. I Speaking like of it. Uh, circular things, it's time for us to 86 the podcast. But before oh, we do. It's such a delight. It's been a, it's been a good one. But before we do, Maggie, before we do, there's one last segment, one last part of the podcast, and that is where you, Maggie Ferris, you get to review the podcast it's called human yelp reviews uh you get to do a yelp review of us you can uh do it out of five stars or use as many stars as you like you can either review us individually or the podcast as a whole and uh whenever you'd like i think that this is a great concept for a podcast i mean it feels like you could have so many service industry stories but i mean i think that the interacting with people most at the jobs are what you know, makes the good stories and, 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 you know, that's fun to bring that stuff to light. So I really like your guys's concept and I think it's very well done. And I think you all have very smooth radio voices, which is Aww. fun. Yeah. No. So it sounds nice. Cause mm-hmm. sometimes you get somebody who's like, yeah, so out of, so how many stars? I'm going to give you four and a half stars out of 70. Just kidding. Out of five. Four and a half stars out of 70. I'm like, wait, what is, I don't understand <laughs> that metric. I gotta do that's the vision. We've done podcast. worse. We've done worse. No, that's thank, thank you, Maggie. That's amazing. I think it's a great concept. It's very, you know, you, if you're doing a freaking podcast, everybody and their mother does one. So you have to have a good hook. And you guys have, I like your, your bumpers, your sounds, like your little songs for all your segments. And you have very clear segments and it's a nice, it's a good show. Appreciate it. Thanks, Maggie. Maggie, um, one of the reasons we brought you on the show is uh, you have an album coming out. Uh, Do you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, my album is available for pre-order on iTunes. It's called Tougher Than a Honey Bee. It's my third full-length comedy album uh, available on Blonde Medicine Records. And it debuts, it comes out on Black Friday is the release day. Wonderful. And you got some shows coming up to support that, right? Yep, I'm going to have um, three shows at Camp Bar, which is downtown St. Paul, Minnesota. And it's over Thanksgiving weekend, so Wednesday night. Friday night and Saturday night. Come on down and uh it's gonna be a blast. And you can buy the album or you can just enjoy shows or uh say hi. buy the yeah. album and go to the show. Yeah, yeah. Do It'll all of those things. Please do. Please do. I I have you. not stopped thinking about me as a spice girl. Like, <laughs> if you wanna be my lover. You got to get with my friends. Why are you TikToking this right now? <laughs> just throwing it in there. We, we, so we, you think I, I still can clip this? I, 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 mean, still, 
I could still clip it. Uh, Maggie, how do our listeners follow you on social media and stuff? I'm extreme Maggie on everything on TikTok, on Instagram, on uh, my website is extrememaggie.com. Um, so no dashes, no, yeah, just extreme Maggie. I have an extreme Maggie sticker on my refrigerator of you hanging the one that, yeah. where you're hanging off the thing. So it makes it look oh. like you're hanging. Yeah. On isn't my that refrigerator fun? door. I love it. I love it when people put those in fun places. Toilets. Toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Next to some fucking Mary Tyler Moore pee. Yes. (laughs) I just hope you have that like that 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 TP just like framed in a square. Just like it's like it's it's see, that's what I was thinking. Do I collect this or do I not? And I Yeah, I you could have put it in like a little vial and worn it as a necklace, like Billy Bob Thornton did with uh Angelina Jolie's blood. blood. Yes. I didn't. People know. Are like, I what is with the necklace? That's a beautiful necklace. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, it's legendary it's... Mary Tyler Moore, but yeah, it's also urine. So, <laughs> Maggie, we love you, but what's with the smell? It's piss. It's Mary's piss. <laughs> Mary's piss. Um, uh, Nate, how do people follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Nathan Smizrude on Facebook or nsmizrude on instagram and uh shows wise we're starting to crank took the summer off i got my monthly show last thursday of every month at the 510.2 speakeasy firing up again and then uh just started every wednesday night at jimmy v's in downtown bismarck weekly open mic we got that starting up now too look at this you have opportunities yeah how many mogul there you go boom wonderful joe how do people follow you uh, yeah, you just uh, you, if you type Brazilian in... unicorn yeah. <laughs> You have to buy that now. I need though. to buy that now. Like, and... Brazilian unicorn. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, yeah, you just Google throwing it in there. <laughs> <laughs> that pulls me up. Just Google throwing it in there. Safe search. Safe search that though. Okay, don't. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just uh, look in the mirror three times and say my name and I show up with fucking fun drugs and let's party. Like, I don't know. Let's fucking. You're like Beetlejuice, but the drugged out one. Yes. <laughs> so Beetlejuice. It's, I'm, <laughs> next time you see me, I'm gonna, we're going to be doing plow talk. I'm going to be with Maggie. We're doing plow an episode from such the... a great name for a podcast <laughs> or, or uh, get, getting plowed with Maggie Ferris. Yeah, yeah we're going to do it from Boy, the like... cab. Of of Scoop Dog and like it's I'll do I'll bring all the sound equipment and you just you just drive and I'll answer the phone calls. We'll just put them live into the cab. That would be really <laughs> no. It's all recorded over CB radio. Oh yeah, so you gotta have a CB if you want to. <laughs> yeah, but then how do I pay attention to the real radio if something <laughs> We'll work that different, out. Different channels. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Two uh, two well, in there. Yeah, if you need me, I'm gonna be on channel three for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Bop over work. and grab me. Mm-hmm. Break a break a one nine. You can follow me. Uh, I am Matt Doima on Facebook and Instagram. I am at Chubby Waiter on Twitter, as I believe in truth and advertising. <clears throat> as for me, uh, as I always promote every Wednesday night in the basement of the uh, Red Carpet Nightclub in St. Cloud, Minnesota, in the Keller Bar, I host the Keller Open Mic going on over six years now. Uh, the uh, doors open at eight. The show starts at nine fifteen because, uh, for some reason, when I say nine o'clock, no one fucking shows up at nine fifteen. They're all there. 
Um, beyond that, <clears throat> I have a couple shows coming up on November 19th. I'm going to be at the Silly Beaver Comedy Show doing a benefit uh, for it's for uh, kind of like a Toys for Tots, but it actually goes to specifically uh, Stearns County local foster children. So all the money will actually go to help uh, kids who haven't have a really shitty time have a good Christmas. I'm actually going to be featuring for Day Peace there. So that's going to be a, a, an amazing show. Uh, the week after that on Black Friday. So if you're not in if you're not in Minneapolis or St. Paul, sorry, St. Paul, seeing Maggie, uh, if you're up in the Brainerd area, I am headlining a show at Yashur Kombucha uh, because my career is going very well. Uh, it's oh, phenomenal. Sure. Yeah, you know, after uh, after the after kombucha. all that thanks, after all of that <laughs> Thanksgiving food and drinking, you're gonna need some fermented cabbage water. Okay, yeah, you're gonna want to get that. Yeah, get all that poison out of you. You're gonna need it. So you're gonna need a detox day. And why not laugh and and have some uh, uh some blood orange kombucha with me? Huh? It'd be fun. <clears throat> Beyond that, follow the podcast at Awful Service Pod across all platforms. Uh, Maggie, you've been an absolute delight. Thank you so much Thank for doing the so show. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. You guys are fun to play with, and I appreciate that. Wonderful. Come over anytime. Let's. I miss you so much. Let's hang I out. I love you, Joe. You know I love you. <laughs> it's a two-way street, Maggie Ferris. <laughs> and as always, make sure you don't put too much Old Bay seasoning on them shrimps. <laughs> What's with the shrimps? And have a good over night. a few shrimps. Have a good. Night. It's time to count the till. Sweep the floors and mop the spills. Say good night. Dispose of the trash and turn out the light. Tell me why I try. This whole damn thing is a lie, so I'll take my tips. My services have earned me this. Maybe I will find a way out, but for now I'll count my tips. And what?